Point out the colors in you. I see them too, and boy, I like them. I like them. I like them. We way too fly to partake in all this hate. We out here vibing. We vibing. We vibing. Alexa, play Ariana Grande. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Welcome to yet another episode of Smalley Marriage Radio brought to you from South Africa. I am your host, Michael Smalley, along with the other host, Avi Smalley. And we are finally continuing our naughty little series <laughs> called Tonight, an honest, overt, real conversation about how to experience the greatest sex of your life. <laughs> now, the last episode we did, my darling, was on the top 10 ways to turn your wife on. Yes. And you particularly liked that episode, <laughs> if I remember correctly. And now we are at the part on the top 10 ways to hack your husband's sex drive. And not to rub it in, but we kind of like, I'd like to describe the scenery right now. Because some very precious friends of ours mm-hmm. set us up, hooked us up. Gave us the hookup. Yep. With... A an amazing lodge called Dulini River Lodge, which we need to say thank you to them because the staff, everybody's made us feel like... Oh, uh, kings and queens. Yes. What yes. did you say at that dinner when we got here? Well, I mean, I, it made me think of, you know, Meghan Markle and Prince, yeah. Yeah, Prince Harry. I was like, oh my gosh, they... They started dating in Botswana. Yes. And I thought, wow, this would be incredible. Um, how that what they experienced. I was like, I think I think we kind of can know what they probably experienced because this has been absolutely amazing. So I declared myself King of Estovia <laughs> and my wife Queen of Estovia. <laughs> yes. Which I think I hope is a made up country. <laughs> so all right, top ten ways to hack your husband's sex drive. Number Uno. Ah, initiate. Don't hesitate. (laughs) I know. Totally, when I put that down, I had no intention. But initiate, don't hesitate. So slide over over here here and give give me a moment. moment. Your moves moves are so raw. raw. I've got got to let you know. I've got to let you know. Anyway, that's a classic old 80s in excess song, and I cannot believe we both just sang <laughs> I know. That's pretty funny. We just lost so many listeners <laughs> that will probably never tune in ever, ever, ever again. <laughs> and so, all right, ladies, if you are wanting to spice things up, I don't know if there is a sexier thing a woman can do than initiate sexual intimacy with her husband. Absolutely. And I think you're going to ha- you're going to do it in your own way. Um which which means your own yeah, personality. You are. Well, with your own personality, oh. I I am like quirky, funny, cute initiate. I don't, you know. You're not like dirty. That's not me. No. No. That is not, which is okay. Yeah. Cuz I am not actually. And and so but the initiation, I think the reason 
why that is such a massive turn on is that's sort of the age old differences between men and women and the levels of testosterone. And mm-hmm. I've tried to tell guys, some guys marry women with a higher level of testosterone and they're going to mm-hmm. be more, they're going to be more, wow, that was a massive something that fell from the tree uh, overhead. <laughs> that was exciting. That's right. There's monkeys overhead. There are monkeys everywhere right now, <laughs> which is really cool. But, you know, so if a guy marries a woman who is, you know, again, higher levels of testosterone, then they're going to be more sexually driven. Testosterone is one of those key ingredients the body has that will drive the sexual need and desire and intensity. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you're good for you. That's mm-hmm. great, but not all women have a higher levels of testosterone. Obviously, probably the average woman doesn't. And so they tend to have lowered sex drives, and mm-hmm. so they tend to not initiate as much. But ladies, that initiation, if you're waiting for the feeling or the desire to initiate, I want to encourage you that that might not be you. Mm-hmm. That, that full desire to really initiate sex might not ever come. And so you're never going to kind of do it. It's one of those things, and we talk about this a lot on our show, is it kind of comes down to choice. Mm-hmm. And that might be one of the choices you make from time to time. I'm not saying, ladies, you got to initiate now one, two, three, four times a week. I'm just saying this is one of those big ways that would be very exciting for your husband sexually would be that you step out and kind of initiate sex. As you were talking, it made me think about this, which could be a negative belief. And we've talked a lot about negative beliefs before or just an assumption of, oh, man, if I initiate today, then it's just going to make his sex drive even higher. And I think that probably that's not true just because he can appreciate it. And just because men appreciate it as a turn on doesn't mean that, oh, man, the sex drive now is going to be even more so. And it might that's a conversation to have afterwards or a conversation to have later on in this very series. We will help you learn how to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. So let's say, Amy, that's a great point to bring up. Let's say a woman does kind of start to initiate a little bit more. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like husbands, like now every day, every other day, what's the deal? How come you're not? Why does it change? Mm -hmm. And it maybe gets frustrating or annoying (laughs) or critical. Then we're going to help you learn how to have that conversation as well. But that's, that's a later podcast. Okay. So number one is initiate. That's a that's something that'll get your husband going. Now number two, I'm not gonna lie, is a little bit messed up <laughs> because it. I was when I was making the notes for this podcast series, our daughter, mm-hmm. who was 19 at the time, but now she is 20, as you mm-hmm. informed me about our notes, <laughs> because it said my 19 year old said, and you're like, but she's 20. I was like, I know that, but she wasn't when we did the notes. So our now 20-year-old, and I'm quoting here, Uh on number two said, honestly, do you really even need a list? (laughs) A list of how to turn your husband on because, and I get it, for most men it is kind of a, it's a pretty simple process (laughs) to get a man turned on because we're more turned on easily. But I think 
some men do need that emotional connection or it is important well, for them to and, feel yeah. safe enough. And, and so I think that maybe, it, maybe they've been turned down and because rejection in that way is a huge thing. And so by initiating um, and by doing that is something that you're preempting him feeling rejected. And so, yeah, I mean, that, 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 I think those go along with each other, that initiating and, and, and knowing that he's probably going to be, you know, responsive to, to your initiation, I think is well, a good thing. And, and the reason I put this in here is that I wanted to encourage the ladies that it's not that crazy difficult to hack your husband's sex drive. This is not, this does not take years of planning and education. There are not a lot of knobs that need adjusting to get your husband turned on. And so I, I, I want that to be an encouraging thing that, that yes, most men, mm-hmm. unless there's something wrong right. physically or right. potentially emotionally, then most men do respond pretty quickly and pretty easily. You know, my father, what was that? The word picture I was using is, turn you know a wife on is like a you know, he compared women to crock pots yeah right they need time they need tender care you gotta turn that crock pot mm-hmm. on early in the morning a man is more like a microwave oven <laughs> yeah. and that's okay yeah so is that so in a sense is that this is a benefit and just be thankful be and, thankful and appreciate there you that. go appreciate that okay number three be open to change and creativity does that scare you at all? A little bit, yeah. Why? Well, I think because most are people like me, women like me. More that conservative More sexually. conservative. Um, I have to be feel very, very safe and have to feel like our boundaries, like I'm not going to be pushed to change in a way or be creative in a way that doesn't feel honoring or feel like I'm my bound, like... I, you know, which I'm, we have already set the boundary. Yeah, that it needs to be honored. sexual intimacy always has to be mutually honored. And yes. so, remember, ladies, your husband is not allowed to bully you or bulldoze you or force you to do things that you're uncomfortable with. At the same time, if you are more conservative, it's important to be able to. I have to word this carefully so it doesn't get taken as a pun. Mm-hmm. But you, you need to be open to change. You need to be open to creativity. You need to be open to trying new things sexually. Were you about to say flexible? Yes. <laughs> I'm so impressed that you actually said it. Now I can't even tease you about it. So, But it's important for a healthy mm-hmm. sex life that you're at least open to it. It doesn't mean you're going to be as crazy as... Because look, there's women that are crazy that are... Yeah, exactly. Like, My sister! Stop. We I know. To, we don't need to talk about your oh, your sweet sister. I'm too close to my brother-in-law. <laughs> Sometimes I have to go, Roger, that's my sister. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forget. I'm like, I don't want to hear things. <laughs> so apparently my sister is quite the tiger in bed. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was wrong. Uh, yeah. Everything about that was wrong. That's not good. I can, we, I can, I can own that. I'm, we are so sorry. Number we four. Mm-hmm. Build. Yeah, moving on. There you go. Build excitement. And anticipate. And and let me try that. Anticipation. And that's huge. I think if you think about the huge. women are women are more like crockpots. You know, as you building that excitement, 
take that as a good thing and a balance between the two of you. If I come to you and I say, you know what, I think tonight's the night or something like that, that that can prolong that um, buildup of and, and the pleasure of that this is going to happen. Oh, but this is something we talked about. Um, and, and I just want to, you know, highlight this as you're building an, an excitement and anticipation, you don't want to not have follow through. So that would be a big turn on to your husband to create that excitement and anticipation. And you got to close the deal. You got to close the deal. Yeah. That, that, and that would be cruel. Yeah. To like kind of start off in the day and be playful yeah. and, Ooh, what do you think? And then whatever. And and here's the thing that I want to say. This is popping into my head. So let's say a scenario okay. is a wife is like, yeah, I want to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, she she maybe she listened to this very podcast, yeah. dropping the kids off at school or driving into work. Yeah. And then she's like playfully texting yeah. and saying oh, things. Oh, which is awesome. And, Building anticipation. Yeah, going, hey, tonight's the, the night. night. <laughs> We're singing. And then, you know, maybe he says something or maybe something happens and you get your feelings hurt or something doesn't go necessarily totally according to plan or maybe you thought because you were building anticipation that when you got home from wherever you were that he was going to have roses ready for mm-hmm. you or a bath going or, you know, whatever, an expectation didn't get met. Hey, just because things aren't perfect doesn't mean you cannot enjoy sex with each other. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, first of all, don't cock that gun and not shoot it because that's unfair. That's difficult, especially for men and the but they don't hormones that but build your up. your husband can't be a jerk all day. I didn't say that fun. he can be a jerk. Okay. What I'm saying is that sometimes expectations aren't totally met. Right. I'm not talking about he says, I hate you and I never want to see you again. Now just still have sex with him. Well, what I'm yeah. saying is that, look, if let's say, I mean, the scenario was, oh, I've been playing this up and when I get home, he's going to have such a romantic environment oh, yeah. ready for me. Yeah. And that doesn't happen. Right. That's or, okay. It doesn't mean that you have to quit on it because everything isn't perfect. Or let's just say maybe he, you were thinking this is going to go really well and something happened with the kids um, picking them up right. from school or something happened with him at work and he's really frustrated with his boss and, you know, all that. Get all that kind of handled and aside. And then I think that one of the things that, again, I think makes our marriage and makes our relationship work is we're able to, I don't know, put, put them behind us and move on and move forward. So we resolve things. We trust each other that it is resolved. Say, you know, something happened with the kids and say you didn't necessarily handle it the best way. Say you didn't validate my feelings the best way, but then we kind of work through it and you do validate my feelings eventually. Well, then I'm not going to say, oh, well, you know what? I'm just too tired. And now there's like, oh my goodness, I, I tried really hard and I know I might not, I know my initial reaction wasn't very positive, but I tried to regroup and I tried to be positive and I tried to understand where you're coming from. And then now there's this letdown. So I, I do think that as you're building that excitement and anticipation, it's okay to maybe get a little off track and a little detour, but come back to it. Well, like what I've told clients, you know, we do these intensives, the Smalley Marriage Intensive. So by the way, if your relationship is in crisis, this podcast is wonderful. The intensive is even more wonderful. 
So check it out at smalleyinstitute.com. But when I've had couples, you know, I mean, I've had couples come in, haven't had sex for nine years. The intensive goes so well. Mm -hmm. Things are absolutely back on track. And then inevitably they're really nervous about sex. Yeah, they haven't so touched long. in nine years. Yeah. What do you do? And and I'm telling you, this is why I brought up that point. Was my advice to them always is, look, you just have to do it. You gotta go for it. There ain't gonna be a non awkward. We haven't touched in nine years. I'm ready to touch. That's probably not gonna happen. So you kind of just need to do it, and the miraculous thing happens when you get naked, and when private parts start getting touched. You get turned on, and and the hormones kick in, and the, everything turn, and it you end up just fine. So that's why I'm saying it's okay if if you were in the mood and suddenly some stuff went off kilter, and now suddenly you're not. Give it a shot. It'll probably the the you know nature will take its course. <laughs> Number five, actually. Now this you have changed the wording, which I actually like. Number five is you can, look, there's all kinds of different sex. And we've already talked about what's allowed and what's Mm -hmm. not allowed. So if you haven't heard that one, go back to the previous episode or Mm -hmm. two episodes ago. And, but here's the deal. Sometimes you're going to have a five-star meal sexually where it's all clicking and you're having foreplay and afterplay and, I mean, everything's wonderful and you're both get to orgasm and climax and it's awesome five-star meal well i would even just say it's the five-star meal of you have a getaway weekend right. or you're at dulini and you're here oh, and the, you yeah. know and you've had a nice dinner and you know there's all that that's this, you have a this... private outdoor area <laughs> that's right with your with own a warming splash pool, pool. <laughs> no a warming pool. a warming pool that clothes are optional <laughs> I actually wanted to do this podcast naked in the warming pool, and yeah, you were unwilling. That's not, yeah, that would be way too awkward. Which so is sometimes okay. there are the sometimes it's weekends. amazing. Yes. And sometimes it's a very romantic evening, and you go out, and there's yes. anticipation has been created, and it's just everything is clicking. That's great. Hey, guess what? Sometimes it's meat and potatoes. <laughs> it's not five star meal. It's a meat and potato. Meat and potatoes are good. That's Talk right. to the Irish. <laughs> They lived off that stuff. <laughs> well, it's it's what is normal, and and I think that you can't it's, always. We be got as... three kids; they're all young. We're gonna squeeze this in, yeah. You know, between ev- all the chaos, and no, it's not like the greatest thing ever in the history of mankind set up. But you can still enjoy each other, and you need to appreciate the meat and potatoes. That's right. You have an hour and or two hours. You know, you have an hour. You have an hour together. That's maybe more the meat and potatoes. You know that you're able to okay put all the kids to bed, and now this is our our time that we've you know that we have together. I want to go back to this two hour comment. Ah, stop! But then, so there's sometimes you get it's fast food. Yes, It, it just is. It's a quickie. And sometimes, ladies, I get it. You're kind of not in the mood, but your husband's kind of yearning. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to have a fast food, a quickie from time to time. And again, I'm not saying like every single time, but to dishonor the fast food or to dishonor mm-hmm. the quickie is not healthy. It's okay. Life happens. There's times where it might be just for one of you. And that's totally fine. That's one of the, Again, sex is one of the ways you can serve each other. Hey, but you know what? Just like 
it's not healthy <laughs> to always eat fast food. Right. It is not healthy yeah. just to have fast food. That's why I said from time to time. Time to time. That's right. You just don't have to banish it. <laughs> you can get a healthy, what What can you get? Like a chicken Caesar salad wrap at McDonald's? It's not terrible for your body. Chick-fil-A, those little chicken minis, that's good to have every now and then. Number six, enjoy sex with your husband. Mm. Because guess what? Believe it or not, your husband really does want you to enjoy sex as well. I think there's been too many negative beliefs for too long that women think, which we're going to get into this, uh, actually on number seven, where they're like, oh, he doesn't even care if I'm there. Those That's are comments right. we hear in intensives yeah. all the time. Oh, it wouldn't even matter. Like, if I was awake or... Oh, come on. Knock it up. First of all, yeah, that'd be pretty messed up. <laughs> Second of all, that's just not true. That's pretty messed up. You didn't marry an evil dude. I want my wife to enjoy sex as much as I do. And so, if you're not enjoying it or if you're being bland or if you're laying there like a limp noodle, that's not as fun for your husband. No. Well, and it goes back to the fast food thing. You got to have to have the conversation again about, okay, we have had way too much fast food. We need to have a five-star meal. Or I would like to have. I would like to have a five-star meal, and and then I can kind of go back to one, two, and three, you know, go back to building the anticipation, open it, but I'm going to need to have more of a five-star meal, or our meat and potatoes need to actually have a little bit more seasoning, you know, Um, and and so I want to let you know I'm not totally dishonoring or I don't think that I don't want to dishonor our sex life but you know and, and phrase it in a more positive way but yeah. that's good yeah and if there's things that aren't working for you it's awesome to communicate with your husband what what you enjoy he he will that's mm-hmm. a turn on too mm-hmm. hearing just what you enjoy and what pleasures you number seven stop criticizing him for being a man yeah. sex isn't just for pleasure for dudes ladies it's also our way to bond with you connect with you emotionally and i've said this before but i know people don't listen to every single podcast even though you should and it's a little bit hurtful that you don't but that men connect connect emotionally through physical contact so stop saying to your husband if you're doing this oh my gosh oh you ever wanted sex no because what you're really saying is oh my gosh you really care about me, and all you ever want to do is connect with me on a deep emotional level. It is different for mm-hmm. men and women. I get it. And that's, by the way, that's okay. Mm-hmm. The men here, hey, I got to honor my wife. And what does she need to connect with me emotionally? And gentlemen, do it. But ladies, same to you. Your husband isn't just wanting the orgasm, he loves the whole thing of sexual intimacy because he feels closer to you. He feels a deeper sense of connection. And the more you criticize him for that, the more discouraged he's going to feel and the more like a failure he's going to feel. And then, yeah, it's not good. Absolutely. And I, I will say there's a part of me that as, as the female in this, in this duo, um, connecting emotionally, I think that, and I've said this before, but I think that sometimes men sexualize their emotions as far as if I'm feeling frustrated, there's stress. And so they think that if I, I need to have sex because I'm so stressed out. I think there is a biological component. I actually don't even think they think 
I need to have sex because I'm stressed out. I think they, they confuse it. And they become very sexually oriented because of their stress. And so a lot of times what men have to learn is that, wait a minute, maybe I'm being so horny or so turned on right now because I'm not dealing with something else. Especially if they're out of balance. And I think having that conversation is important and having it in a positive way. But when it gets too far out of balance, yes, it does need to be, uh, you know, it does need to be addressed. And it is a big deal. But I, I, yeah, I think that's good. Number eight, leave the lights on for a possible change. Men do tend to be visually uh, turned on. So men like to see the naked body and they want to, they, they enjoy lingerie and they enjoy the show and they enjoy being able to see the, the, you know, having sex with their wife. Visual stimulation is, is really big for a guy. Yeah. And so, you know, it doesn't always have to be dark and, and, and I get it ladies. I like in, in, in our marriage, I'm the one who's far more uh, insecure with my body than you are, my lovely wife. And so I totally get, I get it, I get it, I get it, that uh, having the lights on might just be allowing you to actually have sex. Or, I'm sorry, having the lights off. And so I get it, but at the same time, we need to serve each other and honor each other. And, and that's just a fun way to be able to mix it. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing? You got nothing on that one? No, I think, I, well, as you were talking. Do you like the lights on or off? I'd I be li- curious. I like them off. Off, yeah. Well, I mean, like, Thank I, the like, Lord. I like ambiance lights. Right. Not, you know, not fun. like pitch Actually, black. that's kind of a funny thing, because sometimes we have, like, we're at a hotel or somewhere where it could be pitch black. That could be kind of fun, too, because you're trying <laughs> to find each other in the dark. It's like, oh, who is this? <laughs> Number nine. And I think this even made the ladies list. But be affirming. Yes. Your husband wants to be encouraged too. Yes. You know, don't criticize him if he's gained a little weight or if he's a little flabbier because he's gotten older. You want to be kind and you want to be affirming. That's always a turn on. And and it's a turn on for both sexes. Absolutely. And we talked about this um, before, but the idea of... For me to be affirming is to be able to experience pleasure with each other. And I think that we can all experience pleasure with each other. And I think that's important. Yes, it is. Number 10. How is this for a guy a good thing? Plan sex. Mm-hmm. Look, that planning sex is also a part. Because I thought guys just wanted spontaneity and... You know, maybe I'll think about it in the morning, but then I'll tell well, I'll you at night this. and make you, you know. Most men can enjoy spontaneity, right? Far yeah. more than a woman can. Yeah. So, like, yes, ladies, in the morning, right? if you rolled over in the morning and said you want to do it, he's in. Like, I ain't going to talk take a long, you know, conversation <laughs> to get him going. So, yes. However, the reason I like having planned sex here, and I have it at number 10, is life gets busy mm-hmm. and if you're not planning if you're not being intentional if you're not talking about it you're not going to be doing it potentially as much as maybe your husband would enjoy or okay. as either of you would enjoy and okay. so it's important to talk with each other talk with your husband discover how many times you know would he enjoy having sex in a month um 
Because that's, you know, we've talked about that before with sex, and we'll get into it when sex kind of goes wrong. Mm-hmm. What happens now, like, mm-hmm. it ain't healthy. Mm-hmm. Then probably one of the most common reasons your sex life isn't healthy is your expectations on frequency. Mm-hmm. And the reason that happens because no one ever talks about it. So this gets you into a conversation, at least, that you can understand your husband's expectations and then... Again, it's about honoring each other. So that's where we meet in the middle. Okay. But planning also helps with your busy schedules. Because I know most couples today, we didn't really do this. This is actually something I felt like we did very good. We never allowed our kids really, for the most part, to ever be involved in more than one thing at a time. Because we had three kids. And I was like, hey, I have a life too. And we have a relationship too. And we need to have self-care. And I'm not going to spend my days running kids from one thing to another so plan it out i would say the as you're planning sex really what you're doing is you're prioritizing sex and you're what yeah. and, and i think for a man to know and now we're tipping more into even like a maybe a relational component too is i i I, we can never have sex or we can never really, it's never really about us anymore because, you know, she sleeps in the children's rooms. And or he does. Or he, or he, well, but in more she does. And so, and then we can't have sex and that's kind of really, she's not saying no, but she's creating an environment where no is probably sort of going common, to be the answer. It's the common um, experience. Unless you actually wake her up in someone, <laughs> you know, in the child's room. Which, which is, isn't. That's not very healthy either. No. So, so being able to talk through that and and planning that and prioritizing that, and as you're prioritizing that piece of your relationship and that piece of, because it is important. And if it's important, then it's important enough to plan. It is, and talk about it, which is also sexy for a man. It's a win-win, win-win, (laughs) win-win. All right. Well, those are the top ten ways to hack your husband's sex drive. Next week. We're going to get into the biggest killer of sexual intimacy. So stay tuned. Keep listening. We appreciate you. This is a sayonara from South Africa. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply.